except the difference is, is that until the cardboard box comes out, then the cat is insanely interested in what you're doing. I don't understand. So I don't understand that Explain either. that to me. I don't understand why cats are so into cardboard it's boxes. Like a, it's like a cat trap. You could trap a cat. You could walk into somebody's house <laughs> with like a handlebar devious mustache and a cardboard box. Of course. And your evil plan is complete. You've caught that cat. You've caught it. You've caught it's it. It's yours now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome live from the Straight Red Plex. I'm, of course, Jeff Ross. And with me, as always, mm-hmm. the captain from Captain and Tennille, Alex S. Kibler. <laughs> this Wait, is Straight Red. What was the song that they had that was like popular? I have no idea. No, but Neither they had of a us song. are 75 no. years old. <laughs> uh, they had a song, though. Of I course they had a song. Now. I just like the idea of you wearing a captain's hat. Listen, at some point in time, that was like... A thing that was a, a popular, you know, fashion choice. And if you go to Brooklyn, sometimes it still is a popular fashion choice. Gingers, that was never a popular fashion choice. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Oh, this... love will keep us together. That's I've heard that song. That's definitely a song for you. Yeah, well, it's definitely it's a, song a song for, for us, you. Jeff. Oh, the relationship <laughs> has changed. Straight Red, brought to you by Bromance. Yeah, they've never. They say never mix. Love and wait, what does they say? I don't know what you're looking for, so I can't help you. Soccer never mix love and soccer. No, no one's one ever, said, ever that. said that. No one's ever said no. that. No, it should be said. said. We're saying it. Mm, that's a new hashtag. I don't know about this. <laughs> oh, that's our hashtag. Yeah. We're saying it. Yeah, we are saying it. We're leaders Alex in the soccer sphere. S. Kibler, that's me. not to be confused with Alex W. S. Kibler, director oh. of the Resident Evil films. What? It's not true. Okay, good. For those of you who are super nerdy gingers, you would know that the director of the Resident Evil films is Paul W.S. Anderson, not to be confused with Paul Thomas Anderson, director of Boogie Nights. You know too much about things. That's not true. Earlier today, got into an argument in the office. Okay. Someone was going on a trip to Toronto. I don't know why now. It's like 40 degrees. Yeah, save it. Going on a trip to Toronto. And I made some comments like, oh, you should go to Montreal because it's closer. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, it's not. Toronto's (laughs) closer. And I I, I was taken aback. Yeah. I'm like, no, Montreal's closer. (laughs) Then a second person says, (laughs) no, Toronto is closer. Yeah. And I'm trying my hardest not to do what I do all the time. Which is? L- p- prove that I'm right. <laughs> but <laughs> trying to resist it. And I said, well, and I was trying to give like some credit that maybe I was wrong. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, if I recall my geography correctly, right. I'm pretty sure Montreal's closer to New York City than Toronto. And then someone said, well, that's just like a man to be convinced he knows his way around a map. I'm like, well, this has gone too far. You've got to be kidding me. Really? It's gone that too happened? far. And I had to, I pulled up Google Maps, even though I knew I was right. I had to look it up. Distance from New York City to Montreal, 360 miles. Yeah. Distance from New York City to Toronto, yeah. 490. These things aren't close. No. That's a 120 mile gap. Yeah. And then they start saying, like, well, we'd be flying. I'm like, fine. I'll continue playing this game. <laughs> you get on a plane yeah, I'm, I'm ready. from New Let's York going. Yeah. to Toronto. Yes. 
hour and a half. Okay. Get on a plane from New York to Montreal, hour 20 minutes. I know that's marginal, but... It is. It's still shorter to Toronto. And 60 of those minutes are sitting on the tarmac at JFK. Very true. Very true. And I don't know why that meant so much to me at that moment. Well, I do know why. I was told I was wrong three times. And one of them, I was told I was wrong because I was a man. And I'm like, I I don't have time for this. It's, It's, you know, it's one thing when someone does make sort of a generalization and it's proven to be true. Yeah. But it's like the worst thing in the world when someone's like, oh, no. They, they, first of all, they believe their own sort of self-righteousness. They and, yeah, they believe it. In their heart, they believe it. They believe and then it. They're, and then they get mad at you for believing it for some reason that they view to be less than, you know, and the correct. Reason, the reason I was right wasn't because I was male. No. It's because I know my way around North America. It's because it's right. <laughs> right? It's because mathematically it's correct. Here's why there was confusion. I know, we've gotten way off topic, Gingers, but we're riding this one out. Here's yeah. why there was confusion. Because the soccer team in Montreal, Montreal is Montreal is further north mm. than Toronto. That's true. So in their mind, they're like, oh, that must be more distance. But you got to keep in mind. That's sort of like saying Queens is further away from Los Angeles. Like, further away than Los Angeles from here. Just because Queens is north of Brooklyn. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No. So, it's north, and that, that's further north than Toronto, so their thought was that must be further away. But you yeah. have to keep in mind, Toronto is a significant distance west of New York. That's true. You guys are learning something today, Gingers. Listen, <sighs> educational. Considering I hate Canada, I know a lot about it. But on Canadian news, segway. Oh, I thought I was the one who announced my segways. We brought it back. We stopped doing it. We have to talk about the games first. That segue was perfect. It's it was. You ruined it. No, you ruined it. Listen, I we were doing it. It got ruined. I thought that segue ninety seconds ago, and I didn't use it because I knew the context was wrong. All right, well, we had MLS games. Fine, Alex. There were. I want to talk about my sorrows. <laughs> Are we talking about New York City FC at I the I think top? we're going to. New York City won, Philadelphia won. This game was on Thursday, so Thursday. this is the, you know, the distant past for those gingers on the show. <laughs> New York City had two games. They did, yes, weekend. and both of them are depressing. Um, did you watch this game? Uh, let's see. New York City. Philly. Philly. I think I saw the highlights of that. I didn't watch that live. It's. I couldn't have. It. You know, I mean... First of all, definitely wasn't 4-1. A little bit off on my uh, <laughs> prediction. Off. Oh, wait. Yeah, I watched that live because I kept uh, texting you. Yeah. So Alex Hibbler was at the game. Yes. And I was in my home. Yes. And I would text him as the game went on, letting him know how many more goals New York would have to score. So for most of it, I was telling him they needed four more goals. But then it got to a point where they only needed three more goals to get it done. And like, but Philly had to score one. And then Philly did its part. Yeah. And so at that point, you know, with four minutes to go and three goals necessary, I was thinking, hey, this could happen. This could happen. There yeah. should be three more. I famously, not famously, but I, I may have gone on a little rant <laughs> about Medi Bellucci. Um, oh, Hold on, Jim. No, no. We'll post it on the Twitter. That'll oh, be even I'm, I'm better. play it. <laughs> okay. I, I just don't. I, listen, if you're Medi Bellucci and you're listening to this, you know, I appreciate what you've done for NYCFC. That was a great goal. Tremendous goal. That first touch was absolute class. It was like an Elastico, except it was his first touch. It was amazing. It was a great goal. It was a great goal. But th- I don't think that makes up, you know, it was it was after the miss that, you know. I was upset. They can't hear There's that. Videos. They we'll, might be able to hear we'll it. We'll play the video. We'll put the video on Twitter. Okay, slightly overstated. But the real question is, and we'll, we'll get to this a little bit more in the second. 
Uh, not my <laughs> I might make that your ringtone. So anytime you call or yep. send me a text message, yep. that'll play. He's been bad everywhere he's ever played. That's what I said. Got a high register. I I was upset. I was visibly distraught. So but, all joking aside, yeah. Manny Bellucci. After well, after, first of all, after the first five minutes, New York City like that looked pretty good. Can it the question is this, can a team finish this badly for a whole season? No. Surely not, no, right? No, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. They, they're having the same issues that Orlando City's having right now. Yeah. Like, you had a couple yeah. of good games. Now the league has watched tape on you. <laughs> right, exactly. They know how you play. And they've adjusted, and they're exposing the, the weaknesses that I, I feel were pretty obvious in early games for both teams. Yeah. And now you're going to have to adjust. Mm-hmm. I think both teams will adjust. It's great that they play in the East, so there's a lot of leeway to work with. Yeah. But um, New York City... New York City is actually playing better than they started. Yeah. They really are. They, they look a better team. Their, but Their defense is better, but it is still not where it needs to be. Not enough finishing, not enough, not enough urgency out of the back, not enough, you know, just kick it to the moon. I don't understand why there's this obsession with playing it out of the back. Well, the moon yeah. is nowhere near the goal. I have to mention this, though, yeah. about this particular game. First team ginger... Kyrie Sheldon started this game. Yeah. He's had 180 minutes in the last two games. We'll talk a little bit about Kyrie Sheldon. I'm very proud. You become a guest on this show, you get first team minutes. Good things happen. We should get Bradford Jameson the fourth on this show. Bradford Jameson the fourth. Did you see that he's been uh, Uh, I did. We'll get to that. Uh, New York Red Bulls to San Jose nil. That was on Friday night. New York's best team in the league. Red Bulls. Best Mm, team. New York's very East. 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 East I'll give you. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm going to take it back. I'm putting New York right behind New England. We'll talk about that. Uh, I disagree with that. We'll t- I don't care. Okay, fair enough. I don't care. Yep. But New York does look very sharp. They, very sharp. They're still... There were a couple of moments where they got a little cavalier trying to play it out of the back. And, you know, Innocent and McGar almost had a goal on them. Wondolowski almost had a goal on them. But they just attacked so ruthlessly. And both of the goals, they weren't things of beauty, these no. goals. But at the well, same time, at the same time, what is beautiful if you're a Red Bulls fan is seeing San Jose's defense absolutely stretched to its limits. No one knows what they're supposed to do because the, the the Red Bulls are coming at them so hard. It's 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 just they're grinding defenses into the ground right now. Those New York Red Bulls goals were very opportunistic. Mm-hmm. Very. And they were almost identical goals. But they were also smart goals. They, they, That's what drawing, I liked. They're drawing they were, players out of their defensive zones. They're reading the opposition so well right now. Yeah. They look, they look really strong. And keep in mind, this is a New York Red Bulls team without any real stars. Yeah. It's without scary. Real stars. It's scary. I have to mention this, and you know what I'm going to mention mm. about the New York Red Bulls. There was no one at this game. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there were people at this game but this is probably the strongest start they've had in a while a very long last time. year's team was a great team but this yeah. is a very strong start that yeah. the new york red bulls have they look confident they're they're dispatching a very good san jose this year yes this is a good san jose earthquakes not a lot of fans not a lot of fans in the stands it's been a problem for new york for a while yeah but this was small i would say maybe 16 17,000 they're th- let me just say this they're third in the um, supporter shield race, and they've only played five games. Vancouver, who leads the shield race, has played eight games. 
New York looks strong. They're grabbing points. Yeah. They're really grabbing points. I wonder, though, did fans give up when Mike Petke was fired? I hope not. I really, I, as much as I like to joke and, and say things, you know, I I think the best thing for Red Bulls is a strong New York City team, and I think the best thing for City is a strong Red Bulls team and a strong rivalry. So I agree. I'm gonna try to get tickets to the the LA game at Red Bull Arena. That'd be exciting. We should go to that. Uh, that's this weekend. We should get our jerseys. Oh, we we can't get our jerseys in time with uh, no that's <laughs> anything simple. but gray on the front. No, that's, we're we're <laughs> considering getting straight red jerseys. I mean, why would you not? Right? If why well, have you, a podcast? If, if any of you gingers happen to be a jersey manufacturer. Oh. Get in touch with us. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to do this in the next 24 to 48 hours. I'm going to email the people who make jerseys. I'm talking about Adidas. I'm going to reach out. But not just them, like the weird ones, like Joma. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out mm-hmm. to everyone. See, does anyone want to make straight red jerseys that I will pay exactly zero dollars for? <laughs> We're driving a hard bargain. DC United won. Houston won. That set piece, Chris Rolf, take a bow, young Woo. man. Outrageous set piece. They, I have a, I, I will say that I think that they probably capitalize on set pieces better than any team in the league. They, they see mm-hmm. them as the opportunity that they are, and mm-hmm. they capitalize on them. DC United for these East Eastern Conference teams, yeah, is looking really strong. They're too. not bad. I've got here's here's how I. My power rankings, top three in the East. I don't know why my power rankings are limited to three, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. New England. Yeah. New York. Yeah. Uh, that's Red Bulls. Yeah. Correctly <laughs> Red so, Bulls. yes. DC United. That's my top three. I would have a hard time disagreeing with that, I guess. Uh, well, who you, like, honestly, who do you, else know. do you put up there? Yeah. You, you, you're putting Toronto up there? What are you mm-hmm. doing? What are you I, doing? No, certainly not. Put Montreal up there? Have you seen them play? Except in CCL. Talking about then they're, they're giants. They're giants among men. I love that they're built for Champions League. But anyway, great Houston. Game. Sorry, go ahead. What a great game. Yeah, very entertaining. I wanted more. I thought. Uh, thought we deserved as an audience. We deserved more than a draw. But uh, I, I talk about this. I feel like every week, Owen Coyle's Houston Dynamo are living on enthusiasm. I said something last week that they were punching above their weight, and I, I'm, I want to retract that statement. I think. They have very savvy players. There's a lot of veteran presence on this team. Brad Davis and, is on this team. And they, the goal of this game shows that. Knowing when to follow up a run, mm-hmm. be in the right place. You know, They're not going to outrun a lot of teams. They're not going to outwork a lot of teams. But they're a very classy team. For some reason, I keep forgetting this. And I really shouldn't, Gingers. Run DMB himself, Demarcus Beasley, is on this team. His name's on the back of my jersey right now. I know, that's right why now. I brought it up. He's yeah. wearing a BizCash US Demarcus Beasley jersey. Gotta say, he still looks like... I'm kind of disappointed he retired from, from international play. <laughs> we could use him for We could for really <laughs> use him. Well, for Russia, I don't know. Yeah. But, but, like, for Gold Cup, <laughs> yeah. for Gold sure. Cup, I would feel he would be in great form. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but he looked great. Yeah. Uh, Columbus, oh, Columbus three, Orlando nil. Jeff Ross, Gingers. you claimed it. Hashtag new crew. Gingers, you know I've been riding the hashtag yeah. new crew. Yes, for some time. Certainly for some time. They delivered in a big way, and Orlando. First of all, hold on. Let me take a step back. Yeah, Columbus deserved to win. They were playing much smarter than Orlando, but Orlando gifted them the entire game when a dumb foul. This was not necessary. Obvious straight red card. Obvious. Straight red. Welcome. Yes. And I get why he was so upset, 
Mm-hmm. Like I understand you had you had sort of a you had a bad touch. I'm gonna give him that, even though it looks like he was trying to make that pass in the back. But it look I'm gonna say it's a bad touch, and because of it, it's Columbus. They'll take advantage of the fact you made a mistake. They score a goal, so you're upset and you're frustrated. I understand, and you want to like get back immediately. But that that tackle, yeah, straight red every time. I agree. The thing with Columbus. I you know besides maybe Seattle they are sort of best in the league like if you want to watch an entertaining game in a team oh they're fun they're fun to watch Columbus you are most likely to see just an outrageous goal like the Iguain backheel goal which is ridiculous you are more likely to see that type of goal watching Columbus play than almost any other team in the league save for maybe Seattle Seattle's you know Seattle's fun to watch but. Watch these Columbus crew. I mean, they're really, 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 really fun to watch. Greg Berhalter, yeah, a former LA Galaxy player. Mm-hmm. Greg Berhalter is coaching the hell out of this team. Yeah, he's doing great. I love uh, Anthony Precourt. I probably mispronounced his last name. I love his ownership. I love what he's doing over there. Uh, they got him. They got a, a, a sponsor now for the the stadium itself. Yeah, they're doing upgrades. That fan base. Is fantastic in Columbus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do deserve a renovated stadium. I know Columbus Crew Stadium, aka Mafre Stadium. Yeah, it's not that old. It's like no, 15, it's like fifteen years old. But it was built at a time that it was unclear what a soccer-specific stadium even was. Exactly. It's very bare bones, and it deserves some renovation. But it sounds like that's in uh, in the cards. Team looks good. I'd be if I was a Columbus fan, I'd be really happy with what I'm seeing right now. Kai Kamara was a great signing. Like the, things are looking good. Yeah. Things are looking up. Optimistic this, this is a playoff team. team. I would this agree is a with that. Team. Colorado won. Seattle three. Colorado, I tell you, they started hot. They looked good the first couple minutes. Oh, but you game. turn off for one second against Seattle, and you, you, you can't. You get destroyed. You can't. Listen, folks. Seattle. This is a team that's probably going all the way to the MLS Cup. Uh, unless unless LA turns it on in the second half, we t- well, which they do, but which you they talk do about, every year. I mean, exactly. You talk about you know Oba and and Clint Dempsey, but what a goal from Lamar Nagel, the fir- mm. the curler, mm-hmm. outrageous angle. Outrageous. Oh, such outrageous. a beautiful thing. But that first touch from Oba on his goal was outrageous as well. That man is a freak. He's an absolute freak of nature. Can you? I mean, maybe you know this better than I do. How come Nigeria hasn't called him in? I have in no years? idea. I have in no years. idea. He, I mean, he was in the Premier League not that long ago. I mean, we, was we it don't, only like three or four seasons. Yeah, ago? exactly. I mean, and he's clearly. I have a Newcastle jersey with Obafemi Martins on the back. I want to see that before I, I do. Leave today. It's in the old apartment. Uh, I wanna, but I'll, uh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I want to see it eventually. I want to see it eventually. I don't understand. Is it is it a personal thing? Because I know with Adam Kowarsi, uh, the goalkeeper for Portland, yeah, uh, he played for Ghana. They had a, he had a falling out with the well, a lot of Ghana players had a falling out after that most recent World Cup where mm-hmm. we beat them. I remember, <laughs> but because of a change of who's running the team, uh, Sven Goran Eriksson now runs the. Ghanaian, Ghanaian, Ghanaian. Thank you. I truly don't know. Ghanaian. I said something that you don't know. I feel so important. I know where Montreal is. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, uh, once once that happened, the talks have reopened, and he may be coming back in the team, which I think would be great both for him and, and for Portland. Why isn't Nigeria called? I am assuming there's something like that, like it's a personal thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Back to the Colorado match, though. Let me say this. Colorado's starting to look like a better team. They're being a little bit more cohesive. Uh, I would ex- I expect big things for them mm-hmm. going forward. I really do. Uh, RSL at home, 
RSL nil, Vancouver won. Shocked. At the I riot. was shocked. I was not shocked. I know you weren't. No. I was shocked. That's a weak red card against Saucedo, but... It, it is, but the, the, the I riot understand been... why, oh. but, I mean, it's... The riot's been a fortress, of course. A fortress? But you, the thing is, when you play Vancouver, you have got to take your chances. RSL looked like the better team for a lot of this first half, early second half. You've got to put it away against Vancouver, because they can hurt you pretty easily. Gingers, you know how much this hurts me. Mm-hmm. I hate ever giving Alex Tibler credit for anything. <laughs> this is at least the second time that it's it been Vancouver-related. Yeah. But his Vancouver Whitecaps look really strong out there. They do. They really do. I, I agree with you. Of course you do. It was your I opinion. agree with myself. Indeed. Ugh. It tastes terrible. It tastes terrible. Uh, Hashtag new crew. I'm sticking with it. LA Galaxy 2, Sporting Kansas City 1. I'm pretty sure I took that, didn't I? I think, I think so. I think I always take LA Galaxy I would not to be, win. You're, I'm getting labeled as the homer. You're the homer. Come on. It's a great team. You know, I used to be able to rely on being able to spot uh, Jossi Zardes from a distance with his hair. No, everybody has that. No, yeah. Bradford Jameson the fourth, who I hadn't heard of until about two minutes ago. Um, Wait a second. (laughs) Stop the train. Looks good. Looks like a good player. Uh, You know, I don't have the luxury now of no, I I have to sort of like really pay attention because they look the same. Gingers. They look the same. This all has to stop. Jeff, they look the same. Right now, right now. Everyone knows that not only am I on the Giassi Zardes bandwagon, have been for ages. Yeah. I'm also on the Bradford Jameson the fourth bandwagon. Sure. Because I also follow Los Dos, the LA yeah. Galaxy 2. Yes. <laughs> Their USL team. Yes, they have the same haircut. But <laughs> it's not just the cut. It's the dye job, too. Gingers, if you follow me on Twitter, you may have noticed that I occasionally tell people, whenever Bradford Jameson Fourth does anything notable, <laughs> for you to let Alex Kibler know. And only one person has followed through. Nikki, I appreciate it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. But I need the rest of you on board. Because this man is claiming he's never even heard of Bradford Jameson the no, fourth. No, listen, listen, there's three other Bradford Jamesons that precede him. He's that, the fourth. That's a fair point, I guess. That haircut makes me think that I don't really understand what California is. Like, I don't... You don't I get thought, it? I thought Zardes was like a one-off. I was like, my, oh, my, he's just some weird kid, my you know. Understanding, my understanding, <laughs> at least for Zardes, is he did that haircut so he, when his grandmother watches games, she can identify where he is. Well, now he's screwed. But now Bradford Jameson IV has the same haircut. Sometimes DeAndre Yedlin has that haircut. L.A., though, making the habit of stealing the game. I mean, they, they know that late goal. It's their friend. It is their friend. And it wasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't Alan Gordon no, this time. No, it was not. Who is their specialist for that? Mm-hmm. I, you know, it was Omar Gonzalez, and it was a wicked deflection, but that's besides That's the what point. Omar's for. That's, that's exactly why Omar right. has goals. Every one of his goals is a deflection or a header from a set piece. Yeah. Because, little known fact, he is seven foot five. Yeah. Uh, FC Dallas 3, Toronto FC 2. That's a weird game. Very it, weird game. This delayed, game went on for 17 hours. <laughs> almost. Delayed for three hours and change because of lightning. Um, you know, what you saw is that the TFC backline, which we've talked about a lot, could not handle Castillo's pace. What a deserved player of the week for Castillo's oh, week, absolutely. by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's not that they were playing off the park. They weren't, but they need help at the back. They can't, they cannot... They have no pace to match a player like that. Alex Kibler, we had this conversation we did. during yeah. preseason. When they were signing all these folks, they got Josie, got Javinko. 
And we said it at the time. What about the defense? Yeah. The defense has been this weak part of Toronto for several seasons now. Exploited yet again. Who scores your goals? Javinko scores yeah. his goals. I Well, I feel like Javinko's having his you're not in Kansas anymore moment. He has. Uh, He's learning. <laughs> He's learning. He's learning. Both goals from him, outrageous quality. But it's, I think more than almost any player in the league, he is going to sort of have to learn how to play with, especially in the back, not the same quality of player. No, he, um, you're not going to get, like, he has Michael Bradley for yeah. service, but you don't have much else. Right. You know? And your back line, like, you, I hate saying it, but you can't trust that Toronto back line right now. I would agree with that. You can't trust that back line. And you know how I feel about Syria genders, but I, I will say this. <laughs> Javinko is going to learn because the talent is there. The skill's there. He He's still scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Still happening. I look at him. But this as is long a as weird you have, comparison. As long as your best fullback pairing is Morgan and Hagland, I'm sorry. You're you not, need someone else. You need someone else. You need someone else. You need to get someone else. <laughs> Greg Vaney, find someone. Yes. Well, that's not really him. It's that guy who has the last name I can't pronounce. the actual GM. You want to go for it? Bur- Just Bur- try it. I-, I need the letters in front of me. Can you spell this out for me? No, I'm just going to let you Bur- try. Bez to catch off? That sounds perfect. Philadelphia <laughs> 1. <laughs> Philadelphia 1, New England 2. You called this one. This is my I only... Did. Now, let me look, though. I think this was maybe the only game I didn't pick correctly this weekend. Here we go. The yep. Alex Kibler uh, self-congratulations. It's the only one. game I didn't pick this correctly this weekend. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, no, that's genius. not true. That's not true. You didn't pick uh, New York. I picked that last podcast. Oh, or two podcasts ago. Splitting hairs yep. over here, Gingers. We are splitting hairs. Yep. New England came through. They did. They did Look come through. Good. New England, yes. Uh, you know, having changed a lot of the, the front line because of midweek games, I mean... They still looked really great, but that Maidana free kick off the post, I mean, once in a lifetime. I mean, there's oh, a yeah. lot of really exciting goals this yeah. this this week. But I'll tell you what, Till Bunbury's having a little bit himself a little bit of a resurgence here. Yeah. And and, and it's been a long time coming. Yeah. When he first broke out in the league and he was getting uh US men's national team time, it's like, oh, this kid's really gonna be somebody. Yeah. Then it all sort of fell apart and he got injured and then he fell out of the normal rotation of Kansas City. Like there was there was a lot of things that happened with Teal. Looks good now. Let me just run through what they have up in New England, okay? Go for it. You've got Teal. Mm-hmm. You've got Lee Wynn. Mm-hmm. You've got Jermaine Jones on this team, who's not quite at full fitness, but he's getting there. Yeah. You got Kellen Rowe, who looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. You got Charlie Davies, who is suddenly looking fantastic. They possess the ball so well, too. I mean, that's what's great. New you England plays Juan, like New York City wants to play. You've got Juan Swagadello. Yes. Agadello. On this team. We haven't even gotten into their bench. We haven't gotten into their defense. I haven't even talked about Bobby Shuttleworth. This team has some of the best depth in the East. In fact, I will say it has the best depth. I would probably agree with that. The thing, though, I mean, I still don't think teams are going to look forward to playing Philly. The thing with Philly is that... Diego Fagundes is on this team. Yeah. Philly, though, can create from nothing. They have that ability to have, like, a play that looks super benign, and then all of a sudden there's a goal-scoring chance. Like, they have those individual moments of brilliance. I think Philly could be scary if they ever eventually sort of put it all together, but it still remains to be seen. And this Aguieta is real. I would agree with that, yeah. New York City, nil. Portland, one. Boy, that was a heartbreaker. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of these late deflection goals and ridiculous, like, scrum in the six-yard box goals. 
Like, if a team beats you with, like, a curler from 20 yards, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? That's not what's happening in New York City right now. Well, it's the same problem we've seen for several weeks now. Or I shouldn't really say several weeks. Basically one, because they had 15 games in the past seven days. Yeah. When, when the offense team, when the opposition is right inside the penalty box. Yeah. I don't know why this is the case for New York City. Everyone loses their man marking. I think it's a positioning question. I people think, don't know where, it yeah. just looks like people don't know where they're supposed to be. Big blow, Tony totally Taylor loss for the season. You I know, just read that earlier he's today. He's a bench player, but at the same time, he's a he very a, exciting player. He's very yeah. exciting. That's, that's, that's a sad one to me. But be, Kyrie Shelton. Oh, first team ginger, Kyrie Shelton. I, he's a first team New York City FC player, okay. I think, at this point. I like this new setup. I do too. Uh, I like Javier Calle in the back, at left back. I think that's amazing. I feel like... He was a little too giddy uh, in the midfield. He was too, you know, what you want out of a, of a fullback is the ability to defend, of course, but also to charge forward and then take an opportunistic shot if you can get one and also cross the ball well. He does that in spades. He, he looks much better in the back. Yeah, I would agree with that. I love seeing Kyrie Shelton out there. He changes games. Yeah. And, and people still can't deal with his just physical athleticism. Right. They can't. And I think they, they won't be able to. They're just physically too small. Yeah. I don't want to take anything away from Portland, though. No, but it's but when if you're an NYCFC fan as I am, it's hard to take 21 shots and lose one nil. Like oh, it's yeah. hard to swallow. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be. Ugh. But I've got to give credit to Portland. You were on the receiving end of 21 shots, and you walk away with That's three point. points. That's a fair enough point. This is the type of team, and we've seen this a couple times now with Caleb Porter. But this yeah. is the type of team you expect that Caleb Porter would have. Mm-hmm. A team that like, statistically should not have won, and they somehow do. Yeah. I tried to do this segue earlier and Go didn't for it. let No, me. I want you to try it now. Well, I can't do it now because we don't have the, we don't have the material before it. CCL time, folks. The CONCACAF Champions League final. Hashtag MLS for Montreal. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Probably? Montreal, yes. It's closer to New York. I should know. It is. This evening, and this evening is Wednesday because that's when the podcast was recorded. They're down in Estadio Azteca, sold out. 105,000 people. 105. Club America v. Montreal. What's a real, what's a real, and kudos to the city of Montreal for selling out the return fixture. Oh yeah, they sold 59,000 tickets. It's amazing. For the Olympic Stadium. I'm, it's sold out. I, that's that's going to be a great game. TV next that's, week. I, that, uh, that has to be watched. Um, but you know, the thing with, uh, what's a good, I mean, you get either 3-1, like what are you shooting for when you go to the Azteca against America? Well, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm the manager of Montreal. If yeah. It's Jeff Ross's team. We're going down there to win, as ridiculous as it sounds. I think you go but, down there to score. Like, I, if I was... If, but I, I'm just saying, like, what I'm saying to the players, everyone thinks we're here to have a respectable scoreline and go, go out. It. Well, it doesn't matter then. No, go like, for it. Like, we're supposed to be defeated by Club America, like, 15 goals to nil. Yeah. Let's just go for the win. Let's be aggressive. I'll tell you what'll actually happen, though. <laughs> what'll actually happen <laughs> is they're going to try to keep the scoreline respectable, much like they did against basically everyone else that they played when yeah. they had to leave Montreal and you had to go to like Costa Rica or something to play compact. You're going to play on when counter when you can. Yeah. But you're just going to try to prevent a ridiculous amount of goals and keep it at something like 2-1, 3-1, something like that. You walk out of there with a loss, but a loss you can deal with and get an away goal, which is the important note. Bring them home to get Montreal and, and, and take it to them. And then go to, go nuts in the Olympic Stadium in front of 59,000 French <sighs> Canadians. It's going to be so exciting. It really is. That's the only thing you can do. Speaking of tickets, though, Orlando City hit their 
you know, we were talking earlier, fairly conservative season ticket cap of 14,000 people. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that it's capped there as well. There, there already is talk that they're going to be expanding the initial plans of the, the stadium. You know, originally it was 18,000. They've already decided that it's, they're going to make the 21,000 seat version of it. Mm-hmm. Expandable to 27 or 28 or something like that. They're going to need it. That team is selling I tickets right now. I think they should just go for it now. Why not? I understand from a business perspective you want to aim towards sellouts rather than having empty seats, but this fan base supports this team. They're showing up. You've got 30000 plus per game. Yes, yeah. there was that 62000 that Alex and I went to, but they're still going way above their future stadium's capacity. Mm-hmm. You have minimum 14000 tickets every single game. That's yeah. sold. That's done. That's totally done. Let's go for it. I would agree with that. Let's go for it. Let's get twenty. Let's go twenty-five. Let's yeah. go twenty-five. Alex and I walked by the uh, abandoned piece of dirt that is going to become <laughs> the, the stadium. Physically, it looked like you could build a fairly significant stadium. Oh, there. definitely, you could. Yes. In Orlando, I had a blast when we were down there. Yeah, it was and if a lot you, of fun. If you get another stadium up, Alex and I will come back. Mm-hmm. In fact, we'll come back to the Citrus Bowl. It we will matter. be there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We have to go. We have, we have to go to Waffle House. Now, something that's happened since the last recording of this pod, but not the last release of this pod, was yeah. the Dos Aceros. Hashtag Dos Aceros. Oh, yeah. We were doing it live. We were. We doing were excited. You, you Very heard it. excited. Very excited. So it ended up being, of course, Dos Aceros, the 700 millionth time that that's happened. It's just, I just, it warms my heart when there's a Dos Aceros. It but does. there are genuine, you know... There's a lot of people sort of grumbling like this did not have the weight of a previous Dos Acero in terms of you know, it was not a first team Mexico team. Was it not, a first team US team? No. We got a, we got a message from... A Facebook we message. We did. Uh, from someone named Raymond um, who writes... Is his name really Raymond? I bring this up because we have two co-workers named Raymond. His name's Raymond. There's that's a great. picture of him wearing... That, wait, hang on. What is he wearing? I don't know. I'm Actually, that now. sounded really weird. What are you wearing? Oh, my uh, God. I believe he's wearing a Chivas... Not USA, but Chivas jacket. That's Chivas, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You can tell because of all those stars. Oh, but he's hugging a girl who has a Club America jersey on. Oh, my goodness. Trouble in paradise, paradise. Raymond. Raymond. Raymond, Raymond. listen, we got to talk about this. Raymond, we'll have a conversation. (laughs) Anyway, he writes. a Facebook message. He writes. Pardon me. Has the U.S.-Mexico rivalry moved past cash grab like last Wednesday? What he means to say is, will it? Uh, as a person who has watched my fair share of this game and this rivalry, I feel sorry for everybody who was exposed, especially if it was not your f- if it was your first U.S. Mexico match. It's not like they haven't played cash grab friendlies before, but this is the first time I've f- ever felt money was the overall purpose. If you want to put this rivalry on the same stage as England versus Germany, Argentina versus Brazil, games like wa- last week's Wednesday match need to be a thing of the past. I, it's well, tough to disagree. Yeah. This it. is a very unique and special rivalry that should be treated as the one true El Clasico of North American Giants. I would agree with that. The people organize the game, and the U.S. Federation should be on the barest. Uh, excuse me, should be on the side of the field conditions that the players had to play on. Uh, it was pretty rough, actually. It was bad. And, Thank and God, we were no the ones one got, that ended up in. Yeah, really. It, it really was. It's unique because I believe this game would have maybe drawed forty thousand fans in Mexico City or Guadalajara, but. Most people wouldn't be in their, fan, their seats until halftime. Only here in the U.S. could you fill a massive football stadium on a Wednesday for a friendly. But it's a shame that they didn't get to see a better game. You know, I have to I have to be with him on this. I enjoy U.S. v. Mexico games, regardless of the situation, if it's the first team or not. But he is right. This is a cash grab game. 
It is. It's a cash grab game. It's not on a FIFA International you day. You know you're doing you don't you play the... in Texas. You know, you know you what I'm play saying? In like... Texas, you're going to you're going to San Antonio, who doesn't normally get the US team. You you're 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 Thank you're... you, Raymond, for your message, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. And you can also message us on Facebook, guys. Uh he he's right about that. That is a cash grab game. That's not a first team on either side. You know, yeah. Chicharito's not there. Uh Gio De Santos isn't there. Like you you don't have the real Mexico players. Uh, Memo Ochoa is not there. Like yeah. you don't, you don't have anybody. Yeah, you don't have anybody. So, so you know who was there? Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris was there. Jordan <sighs> Morris. So I just want to say, Raymond, I believe you're right, and I, but I do think this is evolving, and you will see higher quality Mexico. I would games. agree with that. I Jordan hope so. Morris, 20 years old, amateur player. That's amazing. Plays for Isn't the it? Stanford Cardinal. That's so amazing. It is amazing. It warms my heart that that's happening. Amateur player comes Amateur. in. I don't do that. <laughs> Amateur player comes in. That's a this joke is, from last I say, week. I say I say this as if this is his first game. He's had several, and people have yeah. been very, very curious about him. Sure. Uh, he comes in, scores a goal against Mexico. That's a big goal. Oh, of course it is. In That's your big career, goal. yes. Big goal. Yes, these are B teams. Whatever. You're, you're a legend. Still. You're a legend. You're in Dosa No Sarah. matter what Jordan Morris does for the rest of his career, this is always true. Dosa Cero. You Dosa Cero. You were in the game, and you scored a goal. Yep. That never goes away. Yep. So he must be super amped. And I'm sure he's a great player for the Stanford Cardinals. Yeah, and apparently Seattle is looking to make him a fairly lucrative offer right now. He, he you know, it's funny, you know, in a lot of sports, we were talking about this in the pre-show, a lot of sports, it's, it's you know, it's a lucrative deal to leave college and go pro. It's If you're a kid at Stanford, you're going to get a good job when yeah. you leave. Yeah, see, I don't know. It's a tough one. It de- I, I hope they're making it lucrative enough that he's going to go play ball because yeah. the kid has a future. Uh, he has a future. He should be playing pro, and I think he because I don't know if we've seen everything out of him. So if he plays pro, he plays for Seattle, great club, great facilities, great training, great coaching. I think we could get we could see a lot out of him, and he'll be an even better national team player. And yeah. who knows? They may be able to sell him to a bigger club at some point. Sure, but you're at Stanford, a great institution. Mm-hmm. You're going to get, no matter what he's studying, I have no idea what Jordan Morris is studying, but that's a great degree to have. Definitely. You're, you're, oh, 100%. You're from Stanford University. Uh, uh, I should say that my younger brothers both went to Stanford, so, you know, caveat. And how do you feel? Where did you go to school? Went to New York University. I've got a solid degree. Aren't they, isn't their color like purple? Violet. Thank Sorry. you. <laughs> Thank I didn't you. Mean to get that wrong. Also, I'm the only one amongst my brothers with a master's degree, but that's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't want to It's not anything. a big deal. Anyway, Jordan Morris, tough choice. I hope Seattle does the right thing and makes a lucrative deal. I don't know if you take it, though. Even if it's a six-figure deal. Because they're not going to... Here's what's not going to happen. Unlike, say, in the NFL, or probably more famously in the NBA, yeah. where you play for one season right. and go in the league, you're getting millions of dollars right out of school. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen in MLS. Not yet. We're not there. We're, not we're, there. we're quite a ways away. And he doesn't have sort of the the stable behind him... To make a big offer from like a European club or anything like that, he yeah, he will go to the so. league. He'll go to the MLS. Yeah, I think he's going to MLS. M- yeah, don't do that. Sorry, I, I think he goes to MLS first. He may be good enough to go to. Well, I shouldn't say that. By the time he's playing in MLS, maybe it won't make sense unless you can go to the Premier League. Who needs Europe? <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. But uh, Jordan, I hope that uh, Seattle is taking you seriously because I know you are a academy player there, and they have some kind of discovery rights. I don't quite know what that means, but they haven't. <laughs> it's in the um, ether of uh, MLS I rules. I don't know if that's yeah. like first refusal; they get the yeah. first crack at it, or they get to match. I, I don't know what it means. Yeah, but uh, I hope they make a real deal, and it's something lucrative. And I would love to see him play. However, I'm also willing to wait two years. Fair enough. To graduate. Fair enough. 
Alex Kibler, did you see this on the internet? Or I'm anything? listen. You did think you see it I'm on wearing Biz Cash with Demarcus Beasley on the back by accident? Alex Kibler's got the business casual collared white U.S. men's national team number seven Demarcus Beasley jersey on. But today, I, gingers, I you know I'm pouring one out for the collar. I, I and he first of all, I have it buttoned up to the top, which you Jermaine Jones do. style. Uh, Jermaine Jones does do that. You tell for Portugal. Any, that Jermaine Jones shouldn't buckle up his buckle. Why? Why would Portugal care? I know that they do that, but like, why do they care what Jermaine no, he Jones scored did? a goal? Okay, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the reason that this is coming up is because the U.S. Women's National Team yes. today being Wednesday, not Friday, when you're listening to this, they just released their New Jersey. And I think it's it looks nice. really sharp. What do you think of the yellow? You know, someone tweeted me back. At first, I thought that was that. like lighting, and then I saw pictures of people with like black shoes, <laughs> and yeah. still had the yellow. And I was like, oh, okay. Someone tweeted me back about that. They're like, yeah, but I'm not sure about the socks. Like, I love it because it's a black and white jersey. It's nice. It's a monochrome. It's all jersey. white. It's very Real Madrid. And then it's got these like this black yeah. stripe on yeah. it. I'm like, looks super sharp. Like, I want, and I'm assuming that the pattern is going to hold. Yeah. For at least five seasons now, the U.S. women's jersey and the U.S. men's jersey are functionally the same design. Yes, it's a different cut because human bodies are different, but yeah. but the design is the same. We, yes. we wear the same thing. And that seems to be continuing because the blue inkjet printer design. Except for the socks, where the ladies got way better socks. Yeah, way better socks. Way better socks. So maybe the socks are different here. Well, oh, that's a good point, actually. Maybe the socks are different here. Maybe I, that's the I differentiator. Dig the but socks. I like the yellow because yeah. it's weird and bold. The criticism of it is that it's not on the U.S. flag at all. There's no yellow. <laughs> there's no highlighter yellow. No Tell that to University of Oregon. And there's no black. Here's a, here's a thought, and I know we have to move on, but the complaint that we hear about the U.S. and our jerseys, and I've made this complaint before, is that we don't have like a classic look, like say Brazil does, or France right. does, or or Spain does. Like you're just a color, and that's the thing. You make little, you know, changes to it, but it's basic, and you've got it. And that's yeah. the thing. The U.S. doesn't have that. We seem to make like radical changes all, all the time. Sure. And I have two thoughts about this. Either we should do something where it's we're gonna have white and blue, and that's what we'll do. Yeah. Like, and it'll be variants of how we do white and how we do blue, but that that's what it is. Or and you'll hate this because I know where you went to school. Or you go with the University of Oregon idea. You be you like the Ducks and you just go crazy. with Go it. crazy. You have like a hundred variations every game. You look different. You've got craziness happening. You've got colors that aren't in your flag. Like you just go nuts. <sighs> And as you can tell by how I'm presenting this, you know which way I'm going, Gingers. If we're going to do what we're doing now, let's go all out. Because I don't like that we're in the middle here. We're in the middle. We're still doing I see what jerseys. you're saying. So if we're going to do this and have like yellow socks and all that, that's great. Let's have a silver look next time. Let's have an all black look. Like, let's just go crazy. Let's do it all. Yeah. He, he, listen, this, fell apart. <laughs> emoting with your hands apparently causes you to knock microphones over. But I, you know, he, uh, that's tough. What would you say like to a compromise where you have like the home kit is always white, but then do either the away or some other third kit like something crazy? Wild. That would be the what I will call the Seattle Sounders. Model. Yeah, with the highlight yellow a few years ago. Yeah, I Which, remember Freddie Montero scoring crazy goals in that about jersey. It, like, I always wild. loved. Who cares? That the it's Seattle fun. Sounders have these wild third jerseys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. wild. I like it. I find that very entertaining. I, I, I could settle for that. I could settle where you have one journey that's just crazy. I hope so. I hope that happens. Before we uh, go around the league. You should oh, just, my. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about, you know, we're apparently 
Jeff had made some headway last week in the the battle for the pod. The points, Appar- the points count. Apparently, apparently, yeah. Apparently. Now here's the thing. We I both closed that did, gap. We both did really well last week. I closed that gap. Jeff did a heretofore unequaled eight points last week. That's Great killer. Week. That's Great amazing. Week. Great week. The problem is here we go. Alex did twelve points. Alex also speaks in third person. Alex does. Yes. Um, correctly. Uh, predicting the scoreline in two matches. Unheard of. Two of them. You actually got one, but that's not which as good one was, as two. Which one did I get? You got the... Hang on. I have to look. Because yeah, it's the first... You got... We both picked DC United 1, Houston 1. <laughs> really? Yep. All right. Good for us. But I picked the LA Galaxy. I, you You're know what's funny? I picked 2-1. You picked 3-1. Listen. You poor every, thing. Hey, we got those three points. Let's go around the league, Jeff. Friday night. On Univision Deportes. It's not pronounced that way. I don't... It's probably Univision not. Univision Deportes. Chicago at home against New York City. That's 8 p.m. At Chicago, huh? At Toyota... At the cavernous, empty confines of... Toyota Park? Toyota Park. Oh. Bridgeview, Illinois. Please Stand show up. up. Please show up, Chicago. Please... It's tough to get out there. Unless you live in those... In the, I have this pipe dream. Summers. I don't know if I ever told you. I have this pipe dream. Here's this pipe dream. Of winning the lottery, buying the Chicago Fire, and building a stadium in like off the L and that people will go to. For real. Gingers. Not, not any MLS team. The Chicago Fire. Because I feel Gingers. like that's such an untapped potential. Yes, yes, they've Gingers. been successful in the past. But... There's two things to say. What a lame use of your lottery winnings. But... <laughs> The Chicago Fire uh, own land in the city of Chicago. That's ridiculous. Really? And you, and you know what's there? What? Their training facility. They train in an, on a piece of land that is large enough to have a stadium. They train there and they play in Bridgeview. Listen, if you can make Wrigley Field work on the space that it's on, you can make a the, soccer the, the stadium space, work. The space that they have for their training facility is about, I don't know if it's exactly large enough, but it's about large enough to put an actual stadium there. The problem is, is that Toyota Park is not that old, and I believe the city of Bridgeview owns it. Yeah. That's another issue. Here's what you do. Second Chicago team. That's another topic. What Chicago do you got, Dose. What do you got on this one? Bold. It's going to be bold one. Bo- what? It's going to be bold. Bold? Super bold. Bold. It's not that bold. I'm taking actually New York City FC for an away win 1-0 because Chicago I'm still not on, on board with. I I swear this might be the first time I've ever picking a New York City win. Pretty sure he said that last week. When you edit this, can That's you That's not true. Find... I said 4-1. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Philly match. There was multiple matches last week that New York played. Uh, I want you to go back to the other ones and find when you predicted a New York loss and just, just, just splice this in. Okay. Because I feel like you've said that, not only that you did it, but also you said, I think this is the first time I did it. Chicago won New York 2 is my scoreline. They cannot finish this poorly all season. You can, I refuse to believe that a team can have 21 shots and finish zero of them the entire season. It's got to end at some point. Well, we'll see if it ends on Friday. Colorado at home on FC Dallas. Oh, a doubleheader on uh, Univision Deportes on Univision Friday night. Deportes. Yeah. I it's tough for me to pick against Dallas. It is as 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 lively as Colorado plays. I'm taking Dallas. You've got to take Dallas. Got to take Dallas. What's your score? Colorado line? looks a lot better than I thought they were at the beginning of the season. No, me too. But I'm taking Dallas two one. And say, this is in Colorado, right? It is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Dallas. three one. 
three. Yeah. Los Perez? Probably. At least one. Yeah. Not even Fabian Briggs? Castillo. Uh, Fabian mm. Castillo. Mm. Saturday. Average age of FC Dallas. <laughs> Ten years old. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, Columbus. At home against Philadelphia, 7.30 p.m. I'm going to let you go first, but you know what I'm going to do. You're going to take hashtag new crew. You know what? I want to take hashtag new crew. In, in Philly, this might be a different match. In Columbus, I'm going to say 2-1 Columbus. Hashtag new crew. Yeah. 2-0. I'm giving, I'm giving Philly none. Bold. You'll, you'll have nothing and like it. New that, England. Guy, that guy who offered us drinks, he's going to say nothing. <laughs> New England at home, 7.30 p.m. against Real Salt Lake. I think this is going to be a good game. I, I don't think, think a lot of casual fans are going to watch it because but they it's should. New England and Salt Lake City. Yes. But I think that's going to be a good game. This is going to be my first draw of the week. But I'm taking... I'm, you know what? I'll take a 1-1. I'll take a 1-1 draw. I'm going to take a 2-2 draw. Ooh, aggressive draw. Yes. Four goals. Four goals in this match, I think. It's it's going to be interesting. I think RSL RSL will not be able to fully counteract the Bumbery uh, Agadello Davies lead win show. Oh, it's a great show. But Jermaine Jones is out there. But RSL has shown that they can attack as well. So it's going to be a fun game, I think. Okay. okay. Houston at home against Sporting Kansas City. That's eight thirty Eastern. That was a little tougher for me. Um, I don't have a problem with this at all. All right, you go first. Houston 2, Sporting Kansas City nil. Really? Yes, really. Really? Prove prove something to me, Sporting. Prove something to me. Well, that will be the time for them to do it. I am taking... You know, I'll go with a draw. I'm taking a 1-1 draw. Houston Sporting. I just... I, I cannot... I... I I want to believe that Sporting is going to get back to their ways, but I have yet to see any of it. They will. Vancouver at home. My beloved Vancouver Whitecaps at home. Closet Canadian, Alex (laughs) Kibler. At home against DC United, 1030 Eastern. Oh, I didn't realize that was... That's a good game. It's a late game on Saturday, yeah. That's a good game. Yeah. All right, Gingers. Oh, here we go. I'm going to take Vancouver in this game. There you go. Attaboy, Jeff. I'm going to do it. And I know now that I've done this, it won't happen. <laughs> I hope not, because I'm going to pick them, too. No, what? <laughs> so, I am going to take Vancouver. I'm picking Vancouver, too. Mm-hmm. DC United, nil. Get nothing done. Wow. We get nothing done at BC Place. I think DC is going to score a set-piece goal, but that will not be enough for the three goals that Vancouver scores. 3-1. Three- three- 3-1 oh, oh, Vancouver. Jay Demerit, you must love Alex Kibler. <laughs> Oh, and a triple header on Friday. You ready for this? That's not Friday. I, I, right. Sunday's a different day. Sunday, different day. 5 p.m., New York Red Bulls at home against LA Galaxy. You know, we should just get tickets to that. I, I don't that's... know if I can go. I'm still moving. Oh, that's right. You have this whole project. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Okay, do it. You should wear like a shirt that says straight red. We don't have any. I'll make one. If any of you gingers <laughs> make t-shirts, jerseys. Let us know. If you make a jersey, the sponsor is anything but gray, because my girlfriend will love that. Why would she specifically love that? She won't. She'll hate it. That's the joke. Oh. Remember, we were making a joke about her hair color? I'm really in trouble now. I don't think I did. I don't think I made a joke. Anything but gray. Anyway, Red Bull's at home against LA Galaxy. I feel like I sang that song. You did. Oh, great. (laughs) You're going down the ship with me, Jeff. No, no. I'm going to go out with the women and children. Uh, (laughs) I'm... As much as it hurts me. Yeah. 
This is the best I can do, LA. I mean, I'm going to take a draw. Take a draw. Ooh. It's the best I can do. You're going to hate me. Because you're going to take an LA win. I'm going to take a draw. No. Oh, I'm taking a draw. What's the score? Gonna be, it's going to be... <sighs> yeah. I have to because this, my team has to be a 2-2. Even though I, I don't believe four goals are going to happen. New York Red Bulls 2, LA Galaxy 1. Really? Come on. Yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. You know what? Bradford Jameson the fourth. <laughs> Lace them up. Yep. Lace them up. Seven, Get out there. 7 p.m. Orlando City at home against Toronto FC. That's on FS1. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a fun game because Orlando needs to prove it. They just had an embarrassing loss. Toronto needs to get something done. Where's this game again? This In Orlando. Orlando. In the Citrus Bowl. In mm. the Citrus Bowl. I'm taking and it. And it pains me because there's parts of Toronto I really like. Yeah, me too. I'm giving Orlando two. Toronto. I'm, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him one. I'll give Toronto okay. one goal. God, I really want Toronto to turn around. I really do. Ugh. I want to say one one on this match. Really? Yeah. In the Citrus Bowl. In the Citrus Bowl. I think. I think Javinko is worth a goal. We'll have to see what this plays out, though. And oh my goodness, Jeff. Oh my goodness, Jeff. Seattle. At home against Portland, 9.30 p.m. Sunday oh night on FS1. God, if I could be there for that. I know. It's not possible. It's not possible. I've been to one game in Seattle at CenturyLink. You, that's one more than me. And it was Seattle, L.A. It was This was Clinton Dempsey's first season, which was really half of a season. Yeah. He came in the summertime. Uh, but he hadn't been scoring goals because it's always tough when people switch from Europe to the U.S. Scored a goal in that game, and it was mad. It was a madhouse. It was yeah. great. And yeah. it was sold out, you know, 60-whatever thousands. Oh, it was great. This game is going to be packed. Yep. If Gingers, if you get Fox Sports, you got to watch this. Yep. This is going to be good. But how's it going to play out, Alex Kibler? This is a Seattle win. I would agree with that. This is a Seattle win, and it's going to be a 3-1 I'm gonna, They're going to be so amped up in front of those fans. I'm getting down off my horse a little bit and taking a 2-1, I think. All right. Seattle win. In Portland, you know I love you, but I just... They're a scrappy team, but I, Seattle's just such a better team. They can score on anyone. Oh, it's going to be know, a good game. Uh, and, and I don't know if we're going to pick the games, but I want to say straight MLS is with Montreal, straight Red is with Montreal. I'm on board. I will tell you this. Yeah. They're... The, the CCL game, when's their next one? Is their next one before our next podcast? We're recording it during it. So the game in Montreal, yeah. that specific game, Montreal's going to win. I cannot wait. I They're going to they win that game. I hope that, that Montreal wins the CCL final. I really do. How can I would, you not? I would, of course I'm on board with that. I, it's just, it's Club America. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah. But I think they're going to win this game regardless of how the game goes tonight. They're going to win this game in Montreal. The question is, will it be enough of a win? That's what I think. The That's is. the question. Ways that you can touch, get in touch with us, Gingers, at Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. That's Alex. That's me. Oh, no. I'm doing that third party thing again. Third, third party? Third, third person. person. Uh, at Straight Red Pod on Twitter. Straight Red on uh, Facebook, Straight Red Podcast on Instagram, and Straight Red at iCloud.com. I practiced this. I did, actually, practice it. You effed it up, though. A little bit. <laughs> Best laid plans, Jeff. And now it's time for Quiet Time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the gingers this evening? If you know your geography, 
You stick with it. Yeah. Don't back down. These people will try to shame you about how far away Montreal is versus how far away Toronto is. Don't back down. These people need to know they are wrong. That was the least quiet, quiet time of all time. Montreal <laughs> is closer to New York. Go city forth in soccer, gingers. Get out of here. Many Bellucci has played in many a place. Yes. And he's always, you know, I go back and forth on this. Because I, I, I'm, I'm in your camp of like, he's bad. He's always been bad. Why does he keep getting jobs? He's played on teams that have gone on to win things. Well, wasn't he famously traded for Kyle Beckerman? Yep. You know who made that trade? Hmm. Jason Christ. Of course he did, because Jason Christ is smart. Jason Christ <laughs> traded Medi Bellucci for Kyle Beckerman back in like 2007. I don't know why the Colorado Rapids took that deal, but they did. And now he chose to get... Medi Bellucci. He picked him up. He thinks maybe... Okay, there's now, some, now there's wait. Some, there's gotta if be he some... trades... If he trades, does the trade again... Well, then he's won. He's a genius. If he can somehow convince Real Salt Lake <laughs> to give up Kyle Beckerman for Medi Bellucci again. Bellucci me once. Shame on me. <laughs> if he Bellucci pull... me twice. Oh my... Shame on you. If he can pull that off, then he wins.